not bow, O great mountain. Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Hansen brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. It blessed as you listen. Uh, help me welcome somebody beside you this morning to this beautiful service. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen and amen. All right. We've been announcing since the beginning of the year that the first Sunday of February is going to be not just a Thanksgiving service, but also our first fruit service. And here we are today. So I took some time to teach extensively, extensively last week's Sunday on what forceful is to give us a proper foundation and um, a knowledge that will guide us in the practice of what we want to do. Because we understand from the scripture that it is the truth that will set free. So when you do something religiously, it doesn't really, you know, come into reality most of the time. But I'm just taking time this year particularly to teach us and to establish us in the truth of this practice so that when you have an understanding before you do it, then you can be sure that there's going to be a result to that. Additionally, even as we give our first fruit today, I also ask that we should prepare our prayer points for the year. And we're going to put our first fruit and our prayer points together in the same place and pray over them. Are you here with me? See, when your prayer points mixes with your sacrifice, you can be sure those prayers are answered. So uh, if you haven't written down your prayer points and you don't have somewhere to write, just put up your right hand and the ushers will reach you in a jiffy and put a, a sheet of paper in your hand. Write out your prayer points for 2022. All right? For 2022, just write it out. When you are done writing, keep it aside. Very soon we'll put it somewhere in the basket air and then we're going to pray over them uh, together with your first fruit. Amen. How many of you believe God answers prayers? So it is with faith that you want to document those prayer points, believing that God is going to answer your prayers. Some of us were not here last week, so I'll just run through that teaching again. And for those of us that are here, this will be an opportunity to relearn and learn all over again. So I was speaking last week on the economy of heaven and your prosperity. You see, uh, the ecosystem of the planet out here is different from what obtains in heaven. We are living here, but we are meant to live by the uh, uh, provisions of what heaven offers. And so there is a synergy between heaven and earth. That's why the Lord's Prayer says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever we see on earth is first of all that which has been established in the heavenlies. So we live here and we have our, phys our physical body as a physical expression of um, this environment. But our spirit is vitally connected to the heavens. 
And that's a different ecosystem and different principles. So here on earth, you get money by saving and saving and saving. In the ecosystem of heaven, you get money by sowing your seed into the ground like a farmer plants a seed and then there's harvest time. And so the challenge we often have is that we forget ourselves. It's not your fault really uh, because we are moved by what we see. I mean, you see, what we see, uh, when the, the only thing that regulates your life is what you see, that there's going to be a problem right there. Can you make this sound cleaner for me? I don't know whether it's the house or the monitor. Just make it a little bit clean, okay? So, um, we, you, the challenge we have is that we are moved by what we see. But we have to find a way that while we are here, we are vitally connected to the principles and the ecosystem of heaven so that we can live by what heaven offers. Because again, you understand that the moment you give your life to Jesus, uh, your spirit man is regenerated. Your soul is in the process of being saved by the process of renewal of mind. But only the body is not saved. Not happened to your body. And interestingly, the body has a voice. Because the Bible talks about the dictates of the flesh, the dictates of the spirit. Just that the Holy Ghost speaks to you, your flesh can speak to you. And so if you are not careful most of the time, you are listening to your flesh at the expense of getting instructions from God or from the Holy Spirit. And so that you know, overall effect on our results and what we are able to do part time. See, the more you are able to align yourself to the heavenly system, the ecosystem of heaven, and function from that realm, the more your result is going to be astounding and the more it's going to be different from people around you. So what distinguishes you really is not the effort you are making, is your is the extent to which you are able to align yourself to the ecosystem of heaven and then draw your principles from there and live there. Again the problem we often have is that the flesh doesn't want to do anything like that. That is why the Bible says the flesh lost it against the spirit. So the Holy Ghost is trying to bring the ecosystem of heaven into our being, into our reality, so that we can live by it and then be able to fulfill God's plan and intention for our life. But the flesh is in opposition. So, for example, I'll give you an example you can relate to. In the ecosystem of heaven, one of the ways you get power is by separating yourself in a place of fasting and praying. And I'm not talking of praying 10 minutes. I'm talking of praying for hours sometimes, 6 hours, 7 hours, 8 hours. You see, when you get to that realm, you begin to actually understand what it means to draw power from that realm. But the flesh doesn't want that. The flesh wants to go to cinema. The flesh wants to have a nice time, go to swimming pool. The flesh wants to sit down, take suya and coke. The flesh wants to do all of that. The flesh doesn't want to fast. So to align yourself, therefore, to the ecosystem of heaven, you have to beat down on the flesh. You have to put your flesh under. Like Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9.27, he says, I put my body under. So you have to put the voice of the body under. See, you are not married and you, you want sex. That's the flesh screaming for sex right there. And you have to be able to say, no, you are not going to have sex. Because you want to align yourself to the ecosystem of heaven. So the, the more of failure that you have and the more of regrets you go through is to the extent to which you are listening to the flesh instead of listening to the spirit is somebody with me tonight this morning i said are you are you with me this morning so now the same way in the ecosystem of heaven there's the economy of heaven 
the way things function. The way, as a believer, you are designed to prosper, which is entirely different from the way it is here. The natural man will never understand the things of the spirit. And so, like Ishmael was criticizing and mocking Isaac, the people of this world will continue to mock you as a believer, which is why you should know your right standing and know the reason why you are doing what. Okay, so if you don't know why you should give false fruit and you give false fruit, and then you draw false fruit and then you get back home, as well say, what happened in church? They say, give false fruit. Ah, they have fried your head. They have used you. They have, uh, and you become sad, really. Uh, oh, come to think of it. Oh, I want to for me new. You see, because you don't understand how the ecosystem of heaven functions. You are more yielded to attacks of the devil so easily. So the Bible says the truth will set free. The truth of God's word about falsehood will set you free from any form of mockery. Are you following me here? So we can go on as a church and not give offering and not give tithe and be fooling ourselves. If we are going to prosper in the way of God, then we have to follow the principles. So I'll quickly show us a few things in the scripture. Make sure you are writing down your prayer points for 2022 and don't get distracted. So number one thing I said last week was that there's a relationship between riches and dominion. There is a relationship between riches and dominion. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 7 says the rich will always rule over the poor. And the borrower is a servant to the lender. So uh, the person who is rich or wealthy will rule over the poor. Now this is not talking about the Christian rich. If the unbeliever is the rich one is going to rule over the Christian who is poor. So one of the things you have to make up your mind to do is never to be poor in this life. Again, you see, when we talk about sacrifice, understand that there is no financial progress without sacrifice. If you can write that down, put that in your heart, do it. No financial progress. I can tell you that. In the 22 years that I've been in ministry and over 30 years that I've been working with God, without sacrifice, there's nothing you're going to be able to point to in life. I'm telling you the truth. And it functions the same way for both unbelievers and believers. For this church to be here today, yes, Jesus Christ is a builder of the church, is the owner of the church. But there was sacrifice that went on on a personal level to get it to this point. Many, many sacrifices had to die over and over and over again to keep it going. And so when you want to do anything significant in life and no sacrifices involved, it's not going to amount to anything. So when we tell you that your first fruit is not some amount of money, you just, you know, 5K, 3K and just drop it, that's not first fruit. It has to be something that is sacrificial. That sacrifice is what commands the blessing. Is somebody with me? Uh, somebody says Bill Gates does not give false fruit. He does not give uh, tithe, and is the richest man on earth. Yes, but there's a sacrifice he's paying. Go and check his life very well. Elon Musk. Oh my God, sacrifices that you have no idea about. Are you following me? Ritualist sacrifice. Yahoo boys sacrifice. Sometimes they, they will have to eat poo. Sometimes the process of doing it, they run mad. Because 
you are doing things you see because money is spiritual if you are going to have money you have to be spiritual negatively spiritual or positively spiritual but you are not spiritual you don't have a herbalist you don't have god you are not going to have nada and i can tell you right there and then if you go the way of herbalist and then you get your money this satan is going to come after your soul it's going to demand your soul because satan does not give anything free if you go the way of god which is the what god wants then you have to do what god require part of it is the giving of false fruit according to the scriptures part of it is your tithes part of it is your offering part of you is part of it is living right i mean can't be sleeping around and then you say false fruit is not working how is it going to work you got to live right this church does not exist just for you to bring money and just you know just first fruit if you give first fruit second fruit will come to your life and then you are and then you, no 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 no. we want a particular about your life so when when cain and abel brought offering the bible says the 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 offering of cain the bible said god had no respect unto cain and his offering god had respect unto abel and his offering so god has respect unto the person first before the offering unto the person unto cain and his offering unto abel and his offering god is first of all interested in you as a person not just in your money that's okay when you throw money at god i've given my no no that's not what god wants god is particular about your life a relationship with god are you following me before you give your first fruit have you given your life as a first fruit of the god first that's vital and that's very important are you still with me this morning so first fruit is not something you just throw at god otherwise i'm telling you down the line in the course of the year you're going to complain i gave my first fruit nothing happened here you want to make sure it is a sacrifice and like the scripture says that the priest will bless and pray over it i'm going to pray over it we're going to pray together first over the offering and our prayer points and then i'm going to pray over it from the depths of my heart and believe you me every word declared will come to pass none of those words will fall to the ground a few people have some people have sent in their first fruit by transfer because i get sms on my phone i saw it some of them their entire salary for january i'm going to pray from my heart are you following me here over the first fruit so it is something that is sacrificial sacrificial understand that number two thing here is that god has pleasure in our prosperity psalm 35 verse 27 let him shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause can i hear you shout for joy this morning let him say continually let the lord be magnified can you say that i cannot even hear you I can't hear you. Let the, Lord be the Bible says, "Let them say continually." Oh yeah. Are you tired? 
Because as you are saying it, your account is being magnified. Which art what? So, God has pleasure in whose prosperity? So, when you prosper, God is excited. That's what he's saying. Don't believe any teaching that tells you poverty, it is with poverty you enter heaven. You must be poor, scratching your nose on the ground, looking for money to buy sanitary pad, looking for money for lunch. That is not God's plan for your life. Is somebody here with me? Having to look for money and, and, and cry for food. No, 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 no. That is not God's plan. The reason we are in lack is because we refuse to follow the principles. God's word never falls to the ground. If you follow the principles, heavens will open up over your life. I was listening to a message. One of the people I consider as my pastors. A few days back. And God spoke to me. Pay your first fruit now. And God told me the, what to pay. It was the entire amount I had in my account. But when I paid my first fruit. I had 11 naira left. I emptied my account. It's been a while I've done that. Between that day and now, I'm not deceiving you. I stand before God. I've gotten four times my first fruit. Four times. And the minimum I'll get should be hundredfold. I've just gone four times. I started for 6400 fold, but I'm going for hundredfold. Four times what I gave. All right, so God has pleasure. Let me tell you, God has pleasure in your prosperity. Look at some, the person who says, whether it's a brother, it's a sister, brother, sister. God wants you to be wealthy. Now beg that person, please be wealthy. I beg you. Be wealthy. Make up your mind. The first thing is to decide. In this life, I will be wealthy. Number three, all blessings. Come from God. All blessings. James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness nor shadow of what? Turning. So understand that anything good, everything good is coming from God. Is sickness good? It's not coming from God. Is kidnapping good? It's not coming from God. It's a brand new car good. It's coming from God. I'm not saying people can't do stuff to get it the other way. In fact, people can do a lot. Still, you know, steal from the government and do all of that. But that's a gift that is not perfect. It says every good gift and perfect gift. May you get a perfect gift. It's from the Lord. It's not something you stole, you arranged, cheated someone, scandalized somebody. Are you following me? Number four is that all blessings from God, all, be- all blessings come from God through men to men. Ah, 
Nobody will ever appear to you and say, My son, my name is Jesus Christ. I have these dollars. It will never happen. God will move the hearts of men to bless. Like the person that chatted me up. I mean, there's no amount of picking on my phone. God, let somebody chat me. Let somebody chat me. Oh, chat, 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 chat. That can produce anything. It has to be initiated from God. And there's no need to put pressure on people. She will tell you, bless me, honey. Oh, she testimony. Bless me. It has moved to begging. It's no longer a blessing. Because whatever you demand from men is no longer a perfect gift. It is an imperfect gift that you organize for yourself by crook, by force. You know you can get money by force from people. Go and meet people in the house, enter the house, say, oh, me only lolly. If you don't give me what I want, I'm not going anywhere. We're here together. And maybe the person has one of your secrets. You know that thing you told me? If you don't say to me now, that's blackmail. It's not a perfect gift. So all blessings come from God. It is a spirit and a bride that says come, not just the bride, not just the spirit. Dynamics of transfer of prosperity from God involves men. There are men that are positioned to midwife your destiny. Don't dishonor them. Dishonoring them will cut off your supply. Identify vital relationships in your life and tell yourself, this person cannot offend me. That's how to move forward. Like, you see, I, I, that man of God that, that, I, that I, I, I served in Calabar, that's how he offended me. I will not talk to him again. You are cutting short your supply system. There are people who midwife you. Your pastors, people who led you to Christ, people who ordained you, people who speak blessings in your life, your biological parents, you honor them continually. Because blessings come from God through men to men. There are things that your grace and anointing cannot deliver. You have not paid the price yet. But by association or by honoring somebody who has paid the price, you have a privilege to enjoy the benefit that accrues from the price that has been paid even though you have not paid that price. The price I've paid in my life. Is it my children that paid it? No. But they are are the one enjoying most. It's like I'm even working for them. Every week, they'll say, Daddy, the allowance. Allowance has to move out. Even me, I'm not giving myself allowance now. So, I pay the price for them, but by virtue of relationship, they are my children, they benefit from there. Are you following me here? Dishonor will close the door to access. The answers to some of your prayers are with men that you are dishonoring, and so you continue to languish in unanswered prayers without knowing every currency you need is in someone's account right now it's not buried under the ground it's in someone's account and the same way blessings come from men to men trouble can come from men to men so be careful who you relate with men can be doors and they can be walls at the same time you want to be particular and specific about people you relate with. There are some people you can afford to hang out with. If you do, they will bring trouble into your life. Are you following me? People whose characters you cannot vouch for, move away from them. 
character defects that is not just once but over and over again last year there was cohabitation with somebody and he, he is not married another three months after another girl move away lest you learn their ways the bible says, do not go the way of an angry man lest you learn the way of an angry man because you can learn are you following me so you want to be particular about people you relate with is somebody with me here scorners move away from them gossips move away from gossips they can contaminate your life because the problem with gossips is that they can't function alone. they must find somebody don't let them find an easy place on you lest they make you their refuse ground where they dump all the issues have you heard did you know did you see be careful with such people be careful dangerous elements who have developed terrible habits growing up and they are refusing to let go of the old man and the old man in them is now becoming an opposition to what God is trying to do are you following me so be careful about gossips you join the church somebody call you and say wah, 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 wah. be careful disconnect from such people and be very smart and be alert not to accommodate gossip in your sphere of influence otherwise you will join their ways and you will get used to their ways you will have itchy ears the time you should spend pursuing and overtaking you are gossiping god said it's a year to pursue overtake and recover so you are pursuing you are pursuing and then you stop your pursuit alpha i want you to law what you overtake you want the job did you see pastor sylvester of late did you notice his beard he's growing beard does he want to become a prophet irrelevant things that has no meaning to your destiny why are the pastors wearing white today there must be a reason to it irrelevances that pastor Buna, he doesn't know more than to be following his wife all over the place who concerns you go and marry your own are you following me here you will notice that those gossips they are surely nothing to say but they have they enjoy talking about people about people just gossip about people did you see that do you know that have you had it in any such people they, they don't have enough money in their life but they have money dedicated for gossip to buy data for calls those people are restless when they finish service they must talk they must find somebody alpha hey you can't pursue like that though. are you following me if you want to pursue sometimes you need a lot of focus for the lord god will help me i will not be confident and now they've set my face like a flint that's how you get god's help not gossiping about people in shadow great center we can't accommodate gossips no 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 we dislike them will make this place uncomfortable for them and if i know anybody gossip i will send you out of workforce you never come there again why because that habit is detrimental to church progress very detrimental is somebody with me here so avoid gossips in shadow green center we don't have gossips say amen. amen they don't exist there and if i catch anyone of them We'll deal with them. Are you still with me? So, 
you want to be careful about people you associate with because that's how the devil operates when the blessing is released over the people the devil goes to work you know what the devil is trying to do so that that blessing will not work in your life and then you'll be able to say this thing is not working Joe. i'm not going to church again that's the devil's plan he knows that the blessing will have to work but for it not to work he needs to get you to not cooperate with god or to step into an error listen the the hebrew word for sin is cheetah and that cheetah you know what it means it means to stay to get off the mark you know when you're on the, on the track and you're running you know there's a mark isn't it and you're running and you're running if you go off track you're in trouble because now you can make the other person fall down and you can be penalized for it so sin means to go off track in order for the devil to get you you need to be off track if you're still on your track there's nothing he can do so he looks for cracks and use crackies are you following me to to just de- and such people it's just one statement they will make and it will affect your life for the next three months because ordinary, it's ordinary gist. there's something like that because the words i speak unto you they are spirit and life that means words don't die uh-uh, the gist we just said two months ago why should we be affecting us now words don't die words don't die and you see the way gossip operate they will talk about people and they will laugh out loud <laughs> in a mocking way without knowing they are mocking their destinies away it's a habit you want to run away from in order to pursue overtake and recover did you hear me Luke 6 38 look at what it says give and it shall be given unto you good measure press down shake it together running over shall angels is it men so it's men that God will use. Number five, wealth and abundance is not an achievement, it's a trust. It's not an achievement. Because prosperity has nothing to do with money. There are five levels of uh, uh, prosperity. Before you can say I'm prosperity, there are five levels. Look at them. Number one is spiritual prosperity, which is your relationship with God. Number two is mental prosperity, which is believing that as you look at me i am prosperous can you say that to yourself i am prosperous say it again you know it's difficult for the mind to cooperate with that statement if you have nothing in your bank account right now your heart will just keep like "Ah, how now but you need to bring your mind to a state of cooperating then number three is bodily prosperity health in your body number four is financial prosperity bodily prosperity is important because you see some people they didn't they didn't have much money growing up then they are now able to have some money and because they don't have bodily prosperity they start eating all kind of stuff all kind of stuff in your eat carelessly and then in no time you see this thing protruding and they say it's a sign of prosperity no it's a sign of death over time are you following me because what is there is fat and everybody must consciously find a way to exercise and do all those things and then you want to be particular about your food 
a lot of people practically dig their, their grave with their teeth. Like what you eat. You take three bottles of soda in a day. You say it's for energy. It's not for energy. Coke, Fanta, you buy a crate. In three days it's finished. You say it's because I was tired this week. No. Buy water. Is somebody with me? Buy eh, crate of water. Finish it. You are good to go. Are you following? There are some things you will find in my house. So if you come to visit us and we need to um, do some hospitality, we'll have to go and buy it for you. The one you will take. We ask you, malt, cook. But then you come and say, Coco, you never see it in my house. Never. It's deliberate. It's very deliberate. And there are a few times people give us those kind of things. I discovered that in two days, the rapture. And I'm asking people in the house because it is strange to me that where did these bottles go? Anybody's just looking at me like, so. That's to tell you that. Don't bring coke. Otherwise, we'll point for bravo. Are you following? So, understand that bodily prosperity is important. And it's a deliberate thing. You did birthday. Half of the cake, you share it. You carry the remaining half home. And in three hours. The mountain of cake has been reduced to a valley. And you are still quoting scripture that who are thou? O mountain. Thou shall become a plain. You see, you have to be particular about what you eat. And I'm preaching that to myself. I don't take junks, I don't take all those things. But one challenge, one area that I need to discipline myself is the time I take dinner. I've not been able to do that. Oh, Wani Johnson, Said once it's past seven, take some fruit or one fruit here called Dabunje, pineapple, watermelon. But then I discovered that what you have to do is this: when you take it for about twenty-one days, you get used to it. So get used to it. So eating pounded yam eleven p.m. is not a good idea. Yeah. Be laboring your heart when your heart should be resting the night is overworking. That's why you see some people wake up in the morning and they say stroke accumulation of stuff that their heart is belaboring. After a while, they have to say, Me, I don't want to pursue again. So, you want to be particular about what you eat, especially you ladies. Because your own is that there is natural fat coming after marriage and childbirth. You always be times one and a half or times two, usually, starting from the nose. It's the nose that gets bigger, the feet. So, when it's, so it's not good to now eat and eat and eat and you are ready times three before where it's not a good idea. Because then you'll have to now go to gym. Doctors will tell you you have to take. I mean, you will have to forcefully reduce. So they said for body prosperity, if you can take a walk in the morning three to four times a week, you'll be good. 
You wouldn't need to go and carry weight or go to gym. Just take those walk in the morning, six kilometers. Download Pidobita on your Android phone and count the steps. Are you following me? Are you with me? Now, some of you are not even thinking about it at all, but it's important. Bread that is sweet for one week with Coke. It's not cool. When you get home, look for, you know, some of those toilets, you know, that with a rust leg bear. Pour Coke on it and watch what will happen. It will clean it off. And that's what you take inside you. Are you following? Rusty chrome. You can use chrome to clean it off. The hardest part of human being is your teeth. If you pick one tooth and throw it inside Coke, in 10 days it will dissolve. That's how powerful Coke is. It's chemical. So now, you now begin that it's trouble when you take like two or three per day. Because it's addictive. Because there's a little bit of cocaine inside Coke. Coke, cocaine. They added cocaine, a little bit of all those stuff inside so that you will want more. Have you noticed that on the first day if you take one bottle, it's not enough for you? It's not enough. You feel like taking one more. I remember when I participated in census in 1990, 1990, 1990 or 1991, we're part of the, what do they call them, move around, and I was thirsty. So I bought Coke, I finished it, I was more thirsty. I bought another one, I was more thirsty. At the end of the day, I used the money plus the transport home to buy Coke. <laughs> so now there's financial prosperity, that's number four. And that's where money comes in. So you discover that money alone is no prosperity. <laughs> and then number five is relational prosperity. Quality relationships in your life. People you, that you can call in the day of trouble. And people you are impacting their lives as protégés. Number six. There are three reasons God blesses us. Number one, he desires that we live a comfortable life. Let me tell you, God wants you to live a comfortable life. Number two, so that you can provide financial resources for kingdom advancement. Do you know one of the reasons why God wants to bless you? It's so that you come in a church like this. I say, ah, oh, no wonder. There's going to be, it's no easy. And then you come up to the pastor and say, Pastor, how much is AC? Everything, about 10 AC, 3.7 million. I will, send, I will send it to church accounts later today. Uh-huh. That's why God wants to bless you. You see, inside your mind, say, hey, so I, I should have money I'll be giving to church. No, before you give 3.7 for AC. Hello? Hello? May God take you there. Prosperity is not for you alone, my friend. Shoe that matches my bag. That's not prosperity. Prosperity is touching lives, impacting lives. That's what prosperity is giving, helping people, scholarships. You are meant to help and expand your vision. Have visions like. Before this year runs out, I just want to walk into a public school 
and ask for people who are, do you know sometimes in public school people have challenges paying that 2,500 naira per term. They still send them home sometimes. You can't imagine. School fees is 2,5. They still send them home. So you can say one corner and say irresponsible parents. No. That's not what you're supposed to say. What you're supposed to do, really, is walk up to the public school. How many people, exam is coming. How many people are owing that you are sending home? Please don't send them home. This is their school fees. That's what you are supposed to be doing. You are not supposed to be looking for how to get, how to get, how to collect. Bless me, bless me, bless me. Start thinking of what can I do to impact humanity and then the heavens will open over your life. Think about kingdom advancement. Pastor, why don't we hold a crusade? Ah, crusade? Do you know how much it will cost? It costs us millions. So don't worry, Pastor, I'll sponsor it. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Pastors, why, why can't you go and do outreach in Berry? All those people who have uh, problems and just go there and just feed them. It's going to cost money. Everything in church costs what? Money. Everything. To make church comfortable, to even make you more comfortable inside AC is money. It's not speaking in tongues. So bless you, brother. No. It's money. A prosperous mind, mental prosperity will be like, God, if you bless me enough, I can buy that thing. Lord, trust me. Trust me. Bless me. Give me a contract. One guy came to a church I was pastoring before, not here, and we needed to pay rent. <laughs> so, we're meant to pay 120k. I'm talking about 2001. That's a lot of money. 120,000. Now, to give you perspective, total income of the church in a month is less than 10k. And we're meant to pay 120, and I have one week left. So the housing authority wrote me a letter that said, if you don't pay by Friday 31st, please evacuate your things gently. So I went to God. I said, God, I did not call myself. Now you call me. This rent, no be me. We need to pay this rent. Monday, Tuesday. On Wednesday, a member of the church came visiting early in the morning and came with this one guy that was toasting her. I was asking her out. So she came, I was sitting down, I've not gone to the office upstairs, and she just kept saying, Pastor, please meet this guy who has been disturbing me since morning. He said, Won't you ask me that? And I said, He must see my pastor. So he came and greeted. I said, oh, How are you? Mention his name. I said, Okay. And then he was going to go. Then he just turned back. I said, Sir, but can you pray for me? I said, For what? He said, He has a contract that he bidded for a UI. I gave them a proposal for three years and that's not been approved. I should pray. I said, okay. I said, what's the value of the contract? He said, 1.2 million. I noted that the title of 120, <laughs> the of 1.2 million is 120. And that's our rent. You see, God is not a lot of confusion. You cannot be owing rent. And then somebody comes and says, pray for me. I need a contract of 1.2 million. And the title of that 1.2 million is what you need to pay the rent. You should, you should quickly connect the dots by the Holy Spirit. So I asked him, I said, do you pay your tithe? 
He said, no, 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 he doesn't believe in time. I said, bye-bye. I can't, I can't even, I'm not late to pray. He said, no, I will pay this one. I said, are you sure? He said, yes. I said, kneel down. I took anointing oil. I'm telling you the truth, I lie not. I poured it upon his head and I said, the time to favor you, yea, the set time is come. I said, I've been commanded to bless, so I bless you. That contract is yours. He left. That was Wednesday morning. Friday morning on the day we had to be ejected. This guy brought cash, 120k ties. I said he has been given the contract that the proposal I wrote three years ago. Are you following me? So, blessings come from God through men to men. There's no way God's going to come personally and say, Lord, you would have a paradigm. No, it's true, man. Now, God sent somebody my way that had, that had a need. And upon the need being met, there will be supply. If I wasn't sensitive, I would say, unbeliever, toasting somebody, get out of my office. Stop following my daughter up and down. So, he brought the ties. Then four days after, he said they gave him another contract. Same department, three point something million. He came to the office and said he doesn't like the paint. I said, I don't like it. <laughs> he painted everywhere. Then he came. He said, Pastor, the way they do this wiring, whether he's doing it for God or for the babe, I don't know. He said, the wiring is scattered. I said, which I've been looking. Very scattered. He went, brought electrician, changed everything. If you enter our office at that time, everything was looking sharp. I said, yes. So, it comes through men. Are you following? Some of the people you despise, they hold your blessing. I don't know. Somebody is asking you, I say, who are you? Look at you up and down. Don't, even if you are going to say no, or the person is an unbeliever, you still should not treat the person, you know, shabbily or nastily. Do you understand? So, so that we provide resources for financial kingdom, number three, so that we can reveal the love and compassion of Jesus to a dying world in practical ways. Foundational spiritual laws of financial increase. Quickly, as I begin to round up this teaching, and then we'll pray over our offering. Alright, let's go on. Foundational spiritual laws of financial increase. Listen to these laws. Number one is the law of value. Say with me, the law of value. Say it again, the law of value. Your value is a measure of your usefulness in the marketplace. So we are saying that your value determines who pursues you. What is what value are you offering the society? Listen to me, people. Yes, you are giving your first fruit. But what is the value that you have as a person that you want to offer the people in exchange for money? So I have this certain gift. That is my value. So I'm packaging it in exchange for people to pay for it. Are you following me? The second law is the law of productivity. This, that's the ability to create and develop your value into products. What you have as a gift, as an innate gift, how do I 
turn it into something that people want to buy. So you must understand the law of value and the law of productivity so that now, after paying your first fruit, it is one of your avenues through which God is going to bring the harvest of your first fruit is through the product you offer. Everybody must have a product. You must have something in exchange. For example, somebody who, who makes air, for example, the value that person offers is to beautify somebody, make you look more beautiful. Okay, so you, you fix the air and you do all of that with your natural gift in exchange for money. But alongside in your shop, what other things can you bring as products? So somebody that's coming to make air will also need this, will need that, will need this, will need that. I can sell this alongside. So you have to sit down to think about how to turn your value into product. Are you still with me? Then there's the law of absolute surrender. In Job 22, 21 to 25, he said, give him to God, come to terms with him, and everything will turn out just fine. Let him tell you what to do, take his words to heart, come back to God Almighty, and he will rebuild your life. Clean out of everything evil. Relax your grip on evil. So this law says, surrender all to God. Number four is the law of tithe. Your tithe is not your first fruit. Your tithe is a tenth of what comes to your hand. Your first fruit is what you give annually or when you have a change of job or a promotion or all of that. You give your first fruit. But tithe is given at every point. There's an additional income in your hands. A tenth of it is what is called tithe. Number five is the law of giving. Genesis 8.22 While they are three minutes, sit them and harvest, cold and eat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Alright. First fruit is powerful. I'm, I'm talking about first fruit now as a roundup. First fruit is powerful because of the prophetic dimension to it. Listen to me, people. It's a mystery. It's mysterious in itself. In Proverbs chapter 3, 9 to 10. Take a look at it. It says, Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of your increase. It's clear in the scripture. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. Look at verse 10. So, as a consequence of honoring the Lord, so shall your barns be filled with plenty, and your presses shall bust out with new wine. I mean, that was my testimony. When I gave my first few days back, I was telling my wife, don't ask me money for market now. I've exhausted, I showed, I showed my wife my account, 11 era. But a few days after, I've gotten four times what I gave. Four times, times four. He says, honor the Lord with the, with the substance and with the first word of increase, so shall your bands be filled. And the reason I'm taking time to explain all this teaching is so that you understand that it's not that I gave my first fruit and then you go and sit down at home. No. Law of value. Law of productivity. What do you have to offer? What do you do? Because again, notice the lady that chatted me up and gave me 100,000 said something. He said, thanks for all you do. All the messages and the devotionals you are sending. So that value, okay, is what I turn into a product that I'm giving out to the world. That is what she read. 
He said, thank you for the messages you sent. And then she gave 100k. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's nobody that doesn't have a value that you can turn to product. You only need to prayerfully sit down and think. Once you get it, start packaging it and deploying it. People will pay for it. Now, the supernatural dimension, because you pay your first fruit, is that God will cause that product to come in view of people. And people will pay more for what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? This devotional, somebody read it and sent me $1,000. And I was asking, why did you send $1,000? He said, this devotional blessed me. This one. I said, how many of them? He said, this one I read. One. 300 words. Something I wrote in less than five minutes. $1,000. It's a value in writing that became a product and people are willing to pay for it. This guy, uh, bringing this guy to Ibadan, Ola Kule Shurion, he's a, he's a speaker. And he was, he was going to have a meeting and he's charging 250k per person for three hours. God! What does he want to say? He has turned his words into a product. They call him a, a futurist. Because he's able to analyze the future. So, professionals are willing to pay. Somebody said, please, reserve 10 slots for me. That's 2.5 million. And bring in 10 people. To sit down, to listen to somebody talk, and you are using your mouth to gossip. Wasting it. Some people, are, they are paying 250k to listen for 3 hours. Some of you gossip for 5 hours, and all you get is attack of the devil at the end of the day. In payment. For time spent. In, 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 the, in the value you have developed into a product. Are you following me here? Ask your neighbor, what value do you have to offer? Never ever sit down like, ah, see my life. Nothing about my life. Nothing to offer. I did not go to school. I did not read. Sit down. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Seven hours non-stop. Ideas will drop. Did you hear what I said? It's because you have not connected to the heavens from whence eh, fountain of life flows. When you connect what you need to do that will bring that money, God will show it to you. Is it not somebody that started selling pure water? You know what we had before now? Ice water. You remember ice water now? Two, two naira, one, one naira. How somebody sat down. So I can package this. And somebody told you, we will buy water. But they bought it. So honor is a value system. Then your first fruit. In Romans 11, 16, he said, if the first fruit is holy, the lump is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. What he's saying is, if I give my first fruit in the beginning of the year and I give it to God, the rest of my money and my income is blessed. If the root is blessed, then the lump is blessed. That's Romans 11, 16. Now listen to these things about first fruit. Number one, first fruit offering must be taken to God's house. That's why we're bringing it to God's house. Some of you have transferred to bank account. And that's why I went extra to create envelope. Write whatever you transfer. Put it inside that envelope. That amount. Because it must be taken. Exodus 23, 19. He said, the first of the first row of your land, thou shalt bring into the house of the Lord thy God. See if it translation says, I'm the Lord your God, and you must bring the first part of your harvest to the place of worship. 
Number two, first fruit offering must be delivered to the priest of the nation. Otherwise known as the high priest in Israel. Leviticus 23.10 Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When you become into the land which I gave you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, shall you bring a sheep of the first fruit of your harvest unto the priest. So that the priest can bless. See, that blessing part is important. I've been preparing myself for over a month for this blessing. And you are going to be blessed in Jesus' name. Number three. The first fruit offering applies to all a man engages in for livelihood. Deuteronomy 8.4. Look at what it says. It said the first fruit also of your corn, wine, your oil, and the first of the fleece of thy sheep shall thou give. Number four. The giving of first fruit offering must be accompanied with worship. People of God. When we bring this basket here, you bring your worship. You, you, you're not just bringing it. No, you are bringing it with worship in your heart. Do you know why I'm teaching you all these things? I want these things to work for you. I don't want you to throw some money in some basket and then we'll fall through to the other. No, I want, to, I want you to do it the proper way. Worship. You worship God. We say, Lord, I thank you. This is my sacrifice. I worship you with it. Are you following me here? Look at what the Bible says. Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 10. It says, And now behold, I bring the first fruit of the ground which you, O Lord, have given me. And you shall set it before the Lord your God and do what? And worship before the Lord your God. Number five. It must be offered once and during each cycle of harvest which was yearly in biblical time times in nehemiah deuteronomy 10 35 it says we obligate ourselves to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first of all the fruit of all trees year by year to the house of the lord number six Givers of first fruit offering, they enjoy God's comprehensive insurance. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 3. He says, Israel was holiness unto the Lord. And the first fruit of his increase, all that devour him shall offend. Oh, okay, you are showing this scripture. Okay, I actually thought it was something as I was. And all shall offend. Evil shall come upon them, saith the Lord. Number seven. God can be called upon to specially favor the giver of false fruits. Nehemiah 1331. It says, I arrange for a regular supply of altar wood at the appointed times and for the false fruits. It says, Remember me, oh my God. So you can get to the month of March or April or May, and there's something you really, really need. And you know you need God's intervention. You can say, Lord, remember my first fruit. Remember my sacrifice. You can make reference to it and remind God and say, based on that which I did. David did that in Psalm 20. He said, remember my offerings, O Lord. See, sacrifice is powerful, people. One guy, he was fighting and the battle turned against him. People were dying. You know what he did? He said, bring my firstborn. He sacrificed his firstborn on the altar, burnt him alive. Ritualists, they know the power of sacrifice. 
That's why if somebody go and do money ritual, they will say, ah, the closest person to you have to die. Eh? That's his own false fruit in the negative. There is nothing significant in this life that you get without sacrifice. The politicians, go and ask them. The sacrifice they are paying. Hmm? Some of them have to sleep with mad women once in a month. Insane mad women once in a month to keep the flow going. One guy in the East, true life story. My dad told me this story. No, it wasn't even in the East. This one, yeah, there was one that happened in the East. This one happened right here in the state. I don't want to mention the name. Somebody you know. So, my dad was part of the delegates then that went to see him. So he was supposed to give some money, you know, all this politics, so that for a particular community that he promised. You know what he told my dad? He said, yeah, he's going to give the money, but before, before they can cross, he was telling our four old men that went to see him, he said they must jump over this coffin. That is ready to release the millions, but they must jump. So I said, my dad, did you jump? <laughs> my dad said, no way. That's, that's ritual. That's what, what my dad, that's what my dad, he said, that's ritualistic. He said, but, they, but my dad told me some people were jumping immediately for the money. There's a politician in the East. You will have to jump coffee to collect any money from him. Those are the sacrifices they are making. Believers, you must make sacrifice to break the cycle of poverty in your life. If you want to change from one season into another, your sacrifice must go into the ground. I'm telling you the truth. That's the way it is in the scriptures. You want to radically just alter your season. It's by sacrifice. Nothing more. Nothing more. Number eight, there's a tangible blessing. This is the last thing I'm saying. Okay, I have two more and then we'll pray. There's a tangible blessing when you honor God with your first fruit. Ezekiel 44, 30. Look at it. The priest will have the best of all ripened fruits. The best of every gift from all, all your contribution must go to the priest. The best of your dough must go to the priest. This will cause a blessing to rest on your own. And that's why we are declaring a blessing this morning. As you give your falsehood and honor God with it, that blessing will rest on your home in Jesus' name. Message translation says, serve from your best and your home will be blessed. And lastly, number nine, which is something I already explained, the person is more important than the falsehood. God is more particular about your life. Your life as a person God is more particular than your money. God is not trying to take money off you. The church is not trying to organize money outside of your pocket. Your life first. Your relationship with God. Which is why I will pray for you first. Can you bow your head everybody? If you are here this morning and you don't have a relationship with God, in two minutes I want to quickly pray for you. You don't need to come out. Just lift up your right hand and I will pray for you. If there's anybody like that, let me see your right hand. God bless you. I see that hand. Any other person? Quickly. Quickly. God bless you, my brother. Any other person? Let me see your right hand. I hope. 
you want to give your life or rededicate your life, this is time to do so. You are not going to come out. I just want to know if I'm praying for you. God bless you. My sister at the back there. Oh, my brother at the back there. Say, okay. Any other person? I see two hands up. Any other person quickly? Any other person? Any other person? Let me see your hands up. We want to pray quickly. Giving your life or rededicating your life. Glory to God. Alright, put your right hand on your chest as I pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your children as they give their lives to you. I pray, O Lord, let your blessing rest upon these ones in the name of Jesus. Now say after me in the name of Jesus, I give my life to you this morning. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior. I declare today I'm a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. It's a new day for me. In Jesus' name. They will give you something to feel. Please kindly feel it uh, so that we can be praying for you. And please, we'd like you to wait briefly. One of our pastors will talk to you on the next steps to take. Amen. Can Pastor John, can you help me bring this here? Don't want to give false food. It's okay. We're not trying to make anybody uncomfortable. It's okay, alright? But I think, as a child of God, we should do things the way God wants it. Alright, your prayer points and your first fruit with you. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Therefore, I have paid my first fruit in faith, knowing that the law of seed time and harvest is working on my behalf. Genesis 1.11 And God said, Let the earth bring forth after its kind. And it was so. Therefore, I've given my first fruit and financial seeds. I'm expecting them to produce after their kind in the form of financial harvest. Say, look, listen to me. Say this thing from the depth of your heart. Connect with the words. See yourself living the reality of those words. Let it come from your heart, not from your head. Mark chapter 4, 26 to 27. So is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast seed in the ground, and the seed should spring forth and grow up. Therefore, I'm expecting my first fruit to grow and to spring up and to produce an abundant harvest. Job 36.11 If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Therefore, because I've been obedient to God and I've given my first fruit, I fully expect my days to be filled with prosperity and my years with pleasures. Luke 6.38 Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto my bosom. For with the same measure that I meet, without it shall be measured to me. Therefore, I'm expecting good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over harvest from my first fruit that I've sown. Second Corinthians 9:8. God is able to make all grace abound towards me that I always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Therefore I'm expecting 
to have all sufficiency more than enough abounding in financial blessings so that i'm able to sow into every good work that the holy spirit impresses me to be a blessing to second chronicles 2020 believe in the lord your god so shall you be established believe his prophets so shall you prosper therefore since i do believe in the lord my god and i believe what is probably has spoken regarding 2022 being my year to pursue overtake and recover then i'm expecting this each and every day throughout this year to come to pass in my life in jesus name so be it in the name of jesus all right package your first fruit if you made your transfer write the equivalent amount you made put it there with your name in the envelope and begin to worship god with it as the scripture says worship god with it if you are making your transfer check on the screen and make it now but make sure you put whatever you did in the envelope and to get it forward soon and then i'm going to pray over it all right begin to worship god with it please something soft for me there just worship god Father, we worship with our first fruit. We worship. We worship. Scripture says, honor the Lord. Honor Him. Honor Him. Come on. Honor Him with that first fruit. Honor Him with it. If you are writing a check, make it payable to shouts of grace center. We worship. We worship. We worship. I'm giving you two minutes more. Come on. Worship God. This is your moment with God, somebody. Worship it. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship with our first fruit, Lord. Yeah, we worship you, Jesus. We worship, we worship, we worship. We worship, we worship to you all the glory would be Lord Unto you Lord all the glory we give. We honor you, Lord. Ah, we honor you, Lord, according to your word. Ah, we know that when we do it according to your word. The harvest is sure. The breakthrough is sure. We honor you. We honor you. 
Let's be in a round of our worship time. Still worshiping, come forward and drop your first fruit and your prayer points here. Just let ushers just direct from there. Just, just come. Yeah, just come from here. Ushers, please help me so that I can be organized. Make it fast, make it fast. Pastor Sylvester, and do this thing for me. Direct people to come. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Don't stop. Keep on worshiping. As you are going back to your seat, keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Don't stop. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Don't stop. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, we worship. Shout of grace and love. Worship you, O Lord. We worship. We worship. We worship with our sacrifice. Come on, worship, worship, worship. I love you, Sing it. represent our sacrifice and the desires of our hearts. 
Let it ascend before you, O Lord, like a sweet smelling savour. Lift your voice, shout of grace center. Hallelujah. You are going to pray now. People, you see, here represents our sacrifice together with our prayers. We are honoring God with our false fruits. And most of the prayers here, they are the things we want God to answer based on our sacrifice this year. Everything is mixed together. Everything is together. You are going to lift up your voice. And say, Lord, your word will not fail over my life. The words that will be proclaimed this morning by your servant will not fall to the ground over my life. It shall come to pass. This is not the time to be distracted. It shall come to pass as it is proclaimed. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Just three minutes. Lift your voice. I cannot hear you. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen to me. In the world, when they offer sacrifices for a particular thing, that thing usually comes to pass. Say, once you can kill your son, you will have money. Once you can bring a blood, you'll have money. Once you can, you see, the negative results they are having is tied to the sacrifice. And you see some of these, you know, young boys run mad. And you see their videos all over the place. There is one part of the sacrifice that they missed. That's in the world. Of course, we know people that employ that, you know, that method. We know where they are going and we know God is not pleased with that. But I'm trying to tell you that the same way in the spirit, 
when you offer your sacrifice the word of the Lord must come to pass in your life it has to all these prayers here God is committed to answering them that's why the Bible says it says either too you have asked nothing it says ask now that you may receive that your joy may be full sometimes we are even afraid to ask God he said ask ask so that your joy can be full I don't know what your prayer points are but I want you to take a moment to ask what do you want as a result of this sacrifice what do you want God to do it looks impossible that's a job for God that's a job for Jehovah you are going to lift up your voice whatever it is what do you want God to do husband wife wedding job international jobs travel settling down building a house buying a property whatever it is lift your voice and begin to talk to God let me hear your voice out of grace center challenges because causes in their lineage the same way their parents are poor the children are taken to that yoke will be broken this morning amen by sacrifice amen. the scripture says gather my saints unto me those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice what you are making by virtue of this sacrifice is a covenant with God that supersedes every other covenant it says when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion while like that I'm dreaming. He was talking about a change in cycle. But down that chapter, he said those that sow in tears. He's talking about sacrifice. They shall come back. Doubtless come back with rejoicing, carrying their shoes with them. I don't know what cycle you want to change in your life. I don't know what season you want to change in your life. But you have done a part by reason of your sacrifice. The second part to be done is proclamation. That Lord, this trend in my life, this season I've been for years and there's no movement. 
let, let me tell you you can be in a particular season and have testimonies for example during winter snow can decide to fall today tomorrow it will still fall and yet it's still winter it's still that season whether you see snow or you don't see snow you are still in that season it is when you move to another season that snow tactically disappear some people it is like that in their season today there is money tomorrow there is no money then again there is uh, something to me then tomorrow there is nothing you are in a cycle there is a cycle of abundance of more than enough and you break into that cycle by sacrifice it's not just by prayer alone sacrifice Said by reason of the anointing, the shock shall be broken. Isaac was going to proclaim a new cycle into the life of his child. He said, Go and bring me venison. Elijah was going to end the season in the widow's life. He said, What do you have in your house? God wanted to end a season of sin, having dominion over us. Sacrifice of Jesus. Abraham was going to be blessed. His name will go around the world. God required a sacrifice. That cycle, you are going to speak to it. I end this cycle of lack. I end this cycle of insufficiency. I end this cycle of not enough. I move into abundance. Lift your voice and begin to pray. sacrifice was listen was stolen from God and from church by the devil that's why the devil attacks it everywhere there was a time in the city of Ibadan they call it they call that time Omijale it was a flooding of Ibadan city people were dying floods were everywhere people were dying then they called the chief priest of Ibadan and tell him to make to consult the oracle what are we going to do and the oracle pointed to him that is the one is the sacrifice so he had to put something on the on the river and that's it carried him away as he carried him away the flood ended from that time from that time there has not been a major flood 
in the bag because of sacrifice now the principle of sacrifice was stolen from god if you look at the bible how are we saved jesus came as a sacrifice how will your finances be saved in sacrifice don't let anybody deceive you we are not inter- we are not interested in spending your money we want your life to change we want the cycle of your life to change we want increase to come into your life because your prosperity is the prosperity of the church enough of having to live from hand to mouth enough of having to look for things and you can't meet your needs enough of having things in your heart and you can't do it we break the cycle of poverty we break the cycle of lack we break the cycle of insufficiency by reason of our sacrifice Listen, listen. Bring it down. Let me explain something that the Holy Spirit told me just now. Do you know that God Himself, God Himself, the creator of heaven and heart, wanted to save man? but he couldn't until he had to go through, through the principle of sacrifice why because the principle of sacrifice is in place on earth so even god couldn't break it he had to send his son as a sacrifice and look at it the moment jesus christ was sacrificed on the cross we became free see the moment your sacrifice goes into the ground the devil can no longer touch your finances why do you think the devil can't touch you again because you are righteous no jesus paid the ultimate price he was a sacrifice understand how this thing works and do shabara te koligase era shela baruna ke era ye era ye era ye era ye era ye in Jesus mighty name we pray it's alright stand upon your feet I'm about to declare the blessing as the scripture declares and let your amen be loud listen to me I did not call myself into this world God called me 1990 I had a vision where I saw Jesus Christ wherein I was called to ministry 
I was standing in front of him about three feet away. I don't say this all the time. If you believe these words I'm about to declare this morning, you're going to see it in your life. Speedily. Speedily. This morning, I have been commanded to bless. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Lord, we ask that this sacrifice ascend before you like a sweet-smelling savour in the name of Jesus. I can't hear your amen. He says, by reason of the anointing oil, the yoke shall be broken. Every yoke encapsulated within this prayer points the yokes are broken in the name of Jesus Lord you said in your word that we should honor you with our substance and with the false fruit of all our increase you said so shall our bands be filled with plenty and our vats will overrun with oil I declare over you, shouts of grace center, let your bands be filled with plenty in the name of Jesus. By reason of this sacrifice, every present cycle that you are in right now is coming to an end now in the name of Jesus. You enter now into the next cycle of increase and abundance in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of poverty, spirit of lack, insufficiency. Lose your grief in the name of Jesus. The eyes of your understanding are opened you are beginning to see your value and you are beginning to turn them into products in the name of jesus jesus had a bag of money with the treasurer but he said go to the seaside you will see a fish there catch it and check the mouth you will find money there he was trying to teach us the supernatural dimension of finances this morning i proclaim over your life by reason of your sacrifice that you are opened up to supernatural supply in the name of jesus the fishes that have the money in their mouth may you find them Ah, I pray for all of you concerning the work of your hands. Stretch your hands like this. The blessing that makes the difference. The blessing that comes upon a man and everything changes. 
let that blessing come upon your hands now in the name of Jesus every curse from your lineage every attack from your parents grandparents ancestors we terminate them in the name of Jesus what they went through in times of affliction and suffering it will not be your portion what they went through in times of sickness and disease it will not be your portion what they went through in times of having to languish and languish and languish and languish till they till they grow old it will not be your portion you know why he says satisfy us early with your mercy may you find mercy early in life in the name of jesus by virtue of venison that jacob brought he got the blessing by virtue of sacrifice that god gave in jesus he got the old world by virtue of your sacrifice you will not lack this year if God called me indeed if it's not that I suddenly wake up to go and start church by myself if it is God that apprehended me and pulled me into this work of grace I declare over your life supernatural abundance I speak forth angelic interventions now hear me there are angels in charge of finances their own is to distribute money foreign currencies that's their own job to cause money to gravitate in your direction whether you like it or not may those angels begin to minister to you in the name of Jesus there is somebody here I see it clearly the place where they are attacking you is through your dreams so there is that dream you always have when you have that dream the next thing is abject poverty and lack everything dries up you are working but the money will go into drain you can't you can't find what with the money you are in you can't find you can't trace it now now that affliction is ended in the name of jesus if i be a man of god i said that affliction is ended everywhere that the devil is cheating you out and just cheating you and just ripping you off we block all those loopholes and i declare that in areas where you have experienced losses begin to pursue begin to overtake begin to recover you will begin to receive strange calls that will end in rejoicing people who have forgotten you they will remember you 
provision I've seen it. I've seen the hand of the Lord. I've seen, I've been brought into a place where there can never be shame. That God will always show up. Now hear me. This year, because of your sacrifice, no shame. Ah, I don't think you heard me. I said no shame. People calling you from loan apps, sending messages. You are now a criminal. You cannot pay loan. It will never be your portion this year. The cycle of borrowing has ended. You will look back December this year. Yeah, me or my will not do it because my God will help you. I said, God will help you. I said, God will help you. Shout of grace center. God will help you. Those of you in businesses whose business or work depends on the patronage of people the your money is in the hands of somebody who needed to buy something or sign something or cooperate with something or approve something hear the word of the lord the bible says when it came to the turn of esther they sent unto her i declare it is your turn they will find you they will call you in the name of jesus I see millions. May it drop into your account. May the millions drop into your account. This sacrifice is not for fun. No. 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 It's not a religious exercise. The heaven open over your life in the name of Jesus. When you see the help of God, you will know. Ah, you will know. You will know. You thought you have seen help. You will see the help of God. We did not say, come and give false fruit so that we can collect your money. No, 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 no. We want money to be placed into your hands. May God give you understanding. Ah, may God open your understanding. This year is different. <laughs> this year is different. There's no running from pillar to post. No, 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 no. There's no bordering up and down. No. No, no, hear me. The things you have not been able to do in 10 years, you will do it this year. Landed properties are yours. Who told you it takes it takes uh, you having money to buy landed property? You can be given two plots of land in Akubo, worth millions. This guy in US wanted to give out to somebody. He was about to place a call. Then God told him, "I said no, 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 no. It's for Pastor Dunamis." Called me on phone. Two plots of land in Akobo. I've only seen it once. 
just went there to check landed properties are yours this year those of you designed to build you will build this year in the name of Jesus our land for church we are getting it this year by reason of massive increase that God is bringing on your way he says the priest will proclaim the blessing I have proclaimed the blessing upon you hand shakaya <laughs> I feel God all over this place so strong so strong I see some people that God is places anointed upon us financial pillars and supports in the body of Christ the reason God is anointing you is to help the body the local assembly I see angels anointing some people placing the oil upon them that will bring an enablement massive flow of income into their hands for this purpose lift your hands and appreciate God thank you Jesus we worship cycle to another cycle we thank you because we know every word proclaimed has alighted upon us and upon our home we thank you for testimonies for what you're beginning to do in Jesus name we pray God bless you all shall scan you this message is brought to you by Junamis and Sophia and part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ Shouts of the center, kisses and hopes glow.
online ministry to singles and married couples. Connect with us on Instagram at Pastor Dunamis, at Pastor Sophia Bola, at Shout to Grace Center, at KC underscore global, on Facebook at KC Global, on YouTube at Dunamis Tunde on MixLR at KC Global. Visit our website www.kcsandhopes.com via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com to partner with us kcsandhopes.com slash partnership God bless you